Okay, so what happens when you bring in a race director, certified trainer, all that good stuff, gym owner, and then you bring in a, a world-class athlete who's done incredible, incredible duathlons in his career, and another one next to him as well, and then you kind of put it all together with a run, an old mill run on a river. Could you picture it? A 5K and a 10-miler? Oh, it's coming up, and it's coming your way. Cities, listen up. We got a great idea to help support our local community. It's coming next on the Bob Jeswald Show. Personal power. People positive. The community of connection. This is the Bob Jeswald Show. My co-host, Joanne Kogel, is in the house. Joanne, how you doing? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing good. You're the race director. And, and many years ago, Joanne came up to me and said, hey, Bob, uh, she came with her stroller. Her daughter was just an infant and said, I've been watching you do these races. I really would love for you to MC a race. And I thought, oh my gosh, this, are you kidding me? I really, you, you want me to do this? Who is this lady? And, and we're best friends now and she's great. And she's, she's done so much in our community uh, and more than, uh, you know, 14, 15 years. And she's uh, certainly excited uh, to do all these different races that we do all the time. You've brought our guests in once before. We've had Cecil Cheese open up for prayer. We I, I call him Pastor Cheese. Pastor Cheese. <laughs> call him Pastor was... Cheese. Do you remember that? You remember that Cecil? <laughs> yes, he did. And Lloyd Sampson on the other mic. And we have Raymond Blair here too. He's kind of observing today in studio. So if you're watching us at WRBL.com, you can see all of us in the quad box, but all the people are here. We start off with today because, guys, this is exciting. When the city has done so much over the last decade. Another, um, you know, we had $10 million, uh, you know, granted to help expand and, and develop this uptown Columbus area. We have a Rush South. We have the longest urban whitewater rafting project. We have mills being converted into uh, yoga centers, hotels, uh, even places to live in. And uh, and we're going to be running along the river. And this is something that the Columbus Roadrunners, and this could be in your city too, and the YMCA branch here locally, this may give some otherwise an idea, to uh, get, involved, get involved in the Old Mill Run. And it came about, and now it's almost to fruition. It's going to happen on 22 of October of 2022. How about that, Joanne? How about that, Bob? So this is a big deal, Lloyd and Cecil. I know. Lloyd, you're excited about it. Tell us why this is this is important to, um, of course, to everybody. And the sponsor of the YMCA, but beyond that, this is something that's been very near and dear to your heart. Yeah, well, as a, uh, a person who's been running for many years and is running races, including a lot of marathons, <clears throat> I uh, love the idea of races to begin with. But uh, I'm particularly uh, interested in the YMCA and what it promotes. And I thought there'd be a great idea to incorporate the two. Uh, the uh, Columbus Roadrunners are a terrific group, and they put on wonderful races. And we figured if we could get attached to them, we meaning the uh, YMCA, uh, it could help both groups to uh, have a higher profile and to promote wealth as well, I mean, health as well. Um, one thing I wanted to, to mention, uh, why the I think the YMCA is so important, is it's so inclusive. Uh, it not only promotes good health, but it serves a lot of other purposes, like um, uh, when uh, children aren't in school, that uh, they can be taken care of at the YMCA, for example. The, uh, uh, I'm sort of a 
history lover myself, and I know the history not only of uh, Columbus, but in general, in uh, terms of racial terms, has uh, not always been the best. And at one point, the uh, YMCA excluded black people. Now it's come so far and has done so well that not only is it not even even close to an issue, uh, whether white or black people come or anyone else, but the total head of the YMCA now is a black person and is doing a wonderful job. And that would be Chris, our local That's, branch is Chris Bryant. Right. Yeah, he's the so, CEO. So the inclusivity is what makes me particularly interested besides the fact that it promotes good health. Yeah, and you you're, you can speak to what you're saying right now. Joanne Cecil's in here as well. Um, Lloyd, I'll say, you know, Lloyd, when he was between 50 and 70, you started doing uh, these duathlons. And tri you did a couple triathlons too. You one time came in your late 50s, third in your age group for, a, you know, a world USA. I mean, these are sanctioned USAT uh, races. So that's that's a big deal coming from you. Cecil, uh, being an attorney, you're, you're a retired dermatologist. Joanne is still very active in what she does too as a race director. Joanne, when you hear this. not retired yet. Not retired. Okay, I just want to make sure. Unfortunately not. But why aren't you retired yet? I mean, Cecil <laughs> and Lloyd, Cecil, what is the, the old mill concept then comes into place? And I know you're passionate about this too as far as development and seeing what's going on in the city. I mean, really. I mean, this is like, this is really cool. The whole concept. And if anybody's watching at WRBL.com, here's the logo. And it's it's fascinating to see. And it really, it's the experience when, when you run down there. If you've never have ever run these races on a river walk in a good portion of it and see the architecture, the history, there's something it does to you while you're running, doesn't it? Bob, uh, Lloyd and I were meeting in his beautiful Victorian home in, in uptown Columbus and planning this race. Uh, both Lloyd and I have run a number of races, and uh, we like the idea of, uh, of running on the Riverwalk, which we both have done a great deal. And as we thought about this idea, what, what theme could we bring to a, a race, uh, the idea of, of the mills, the history of Columbus, came into our minds. And... Uh, uh, Lloyd is also somewhat of a music buff, I, but uh, the, the the thought of uh, the song okay. "Lazy River" came into <laughs> my mind, and uh, part of the the, th the the lyrics in that uh, song is "Old Mill Run," and it just kind of a light bulb moment. And as we're sitting there talking about it on his porch, we said, "How about let's just call the race the Old Mill Run." And let's run by a lot of the old mills in, in Columbus along the Riverwalk. And so that was where the idea came from. And, of course, Columbus has a, a very rich history of mills. Mm -hmm. uh, and Lloyd and I have done a little history research and, and, and written up a little information about some of the old mills. And, and that'll be we'll put that on the website or, you know, present that information just for those that are interested in reading about the Columbus's old mills. Was it David uh, LaFleur? It looks like there's a guy, was it David LaFleur who sang that? Maybe? Uh, the Mills Brothers. And, Mills Brothers. And, and, uh, oh, their last name is Mills Brothers. <laughs> How perfect. No relation to General either, General Mills. Right. <laughs> I don't know. But this is, this, is, this is what we're talking about. It's the engagement, and you're hitting on something, when people run, it makes you want to show up and see this because we talk about courses all the time. I'm going to have joined real quick, talk about why courses are important because that kind of gets to what, 
Lloyd and Cecil are doing at his house at night? They're just chilling, sitting there talking, thinking of concepts. What would be really neat to see? Passionate about the city and experiencing something that just brings you back to history, even if you don't know anything about the city. It's about the racer experience. If you provide a positive racer experience, if there's something to look at on the race course or uh, places to go or things to see that you wouldn't normally see from a different perspective, that's pretty alluring. It is. And and recently there was another one. There's a Man of War trail, and I don't want to digress because it's about this, but I experienced a different views and direction of that. I'm looking at Raymond. Raymond, do you want run at all? Oh, you after this not podcast? Yet. Not after this. But if you're hanging with Cecil, you know darn well you're going to end up doing. It. If you came here, <laughs> he brought you here for a reason. There's a reason why you're here. You know that, don't you? We're going to convert you. But there's there's even if you walk, Raymond, you can walk. We we encourage that. But there's something about Oak Mountain. You go up there and you think. For me, and I was walking, with, running with some of the Harris County kids. There, there. It was this past Sunday. And they don't know anything about the history. I go, and I was running by this one young lady that's on my daughter's team, and uh, the coach was way ahead of us. And I said, "Hey, I go, Ellie, did you know that this was these? This was a hand labor. These guys carved this in here that let President Roosevelt come through this through the mountain here through Harris County. I mean, it's it just the history, and you see old railroad ties on the side. It's like this on the Riverwalk. The Riverwalk was designed." Uh, above an area that it does, it protects it because where the drainage would be, I guess the sewer lines have to be. So they, it was engineered perfectly. It is designed to flood sometimes. They they had the old mills that used to be on there, Swift Mills, big family here for years that they did denim and all kinds of good things. The cotton gins were here and, and you had the river with barges coming up and down. You still see some of the artifacts even over on both sides of uh, even Phoenix City side. I see that down by the brickyard. There's all kinds of neat history. And when you run this, it even if you don't know what it is, it just puts you in a space that you've never experienced before. And I, I, this is what's exciting about it. I live here, but knowing this old mill run is going on, it's going to take us somewhere else, Lloyd, isn't it? Yeah. Um, if, if I may uh, give just a little bit more history of Columbus. And actually, <clears throat> one of the main reasons, if not the main reason, Columbus is here uh, has to do with the mills. The, uh, as people know or should know, the, uh, the Chattahoochee dumps into the Apalachicola River, which goes into the Gulf. So steamboats used to come up and down. Well, this is as far north as they could go because of, of the waterfalls. So this was an area where a lot of cotton was grown. Unfortunately, a lot of it was from slave labor, but, it, but cotton was a major industry. And so the boats would come up to here, and they would bring their goods, and they would take the cotton goods down. And in order to get the cotton goods, you had to have the mills. So the mills were really what developed Columbus in the first place. And many of them, if not most, are still around in one way or another. So when we run by the mills, we're truly running by Columbus history. And I think that if people are aware of that, then they might find it just a little bit more exciting than just another race where you go up to a point, you turn around, and you come back, and you do your best and enjoy it. But I think right. I think that people can experience more at least i hope so the course is starting where where it's it's not is it it's not point to point this, this is a round trip but uh, cecil's going to tell us about that because cecil that that's what's um 
the planning aspect of it, I know it takes a lot of logistics and, and that's you and Joanne, that's what you both are, you know, you're experts in this kind of field, but tell us about that. Well, the course, the, the course will start and finish at the YMCA okay. and, and uh, both the uh, 5k and the 10 mile course will start out together and run south initially and, uh, and uh, down on, on first Avenue. And then we'll turn, uh, the 5K course will turn and actually cross into Phoenix City, cross over the Dillingham Bridge and do that loop coming back over uh, on the pedestrian bridge uh, to complete that three-mile course and run uh, uh, north uh, on the Riverwalk for a bit uh, uh, past the old city mills. And, and that course will, will pass the Eagle and Phoenix Mill and the Empire Mill sure. and the... Uh, 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 in the city mills and, and com- finish at the uh, at the YMCA, the downtown uh, John P. Thayer YMCA. The 10-mile course will go a little longer. It'll continue further south and get down into the Civic Center area before it connects on the Riverwalk, and then uh, we'll uh, then run north on the Riverwalk uh, uh, back uh, past uh, the Eagle and Phoenix and the in the city mills, and then and actually get up to uh, the the bib mill area, which was so so prominent, and that will pass a, an old Muskogee mill as well. And uh, you know, the city mills was really the the first mill, and that's a grain. It was a grain operation, and I think that was 1828 thereabouts. And, the, and our city was actually chartered uh, around 1827, I think, or thereabouts, 1825 to. Uh, 27. Um, and this by, is it by, you know where the Eagle uh, Phoenix Dam was right there where that was imploded when we opened up for Whitewater? Yes. That, yes. that little dam, was that there before that or after that? Was that, I'm trying to think, because that was there, that was designed to get the current going, wasn't it? More or less, they put that little dam. Because remember when they tried to blow up the dam, we're all waiting in anticipation and nothing <laughs> really, it wasn't that exciting to see. It just had to happen a couple times because it just went boom and then the water flowed through. We we're expecting to see this big gush of water coming out, but that wasn't supposed to do that. But but it was essential to the part of the history that we're talking about now in order to, to get the power we needed for those mills. Yeah, the uh, city mills was first. Uh, I believe the Eagle and Phoenix mill was the first, it may have been the first uh, cotton mill. Yeah. Uh, interestingly enough, it was started, I think, more in the 1840s or so uh, wow. as the uh, Eagle Mill. And then after the Battle of Columbus, or during the Battle of Columbus, it was destroyed and was rebuilt right after that and called Eagle and Phoenix. And they put the Phoenix in because it rose from the ashes. That's where that came from. Yeah. I'll be there. I knew it wasn't a bird. Well, yeah, yeah, that's why it's spelled well, it's wrong. It's spelled P-H yeah. instead yeah. of P. The, <laughs> the, and so, and yeah. it's right there where we're going to be starting. Gotcha. It's right, Perfect. It's right in, right so in that area. So the, the water tower that's on the logo on here, which I think is really fascinating as well, is that the Eagle Phoenix water tower, do you think? Or is it just one in general? You were generic? It's symbolic. It's symbolic, yeah. yeah. And, and I want to say, because that, that, there's something about that water tower that's so, and there's, it was, but in there, the one that, now there's one that stands prominent. If you're on the Phoenix, they said, so if you're running this course and when you are on the pedestrians, where you're on the other river walk of Phoenix City River Walk, before you get to the 14th Street Bridge or pedestrian bridge, and you, you uh, see that, that water tower that's so, so, 
reminiscent of, of what the times were and it's and it stands there structured so strong you know that to me that says a lot that foundation you guys look at joanne's looking at me with this yeah <laughs> hey, well joanne what do you think do you, yeah, you know, yeah. Well, there's a lot of those yeah. when we were steel, it's tough it's when we were designing this yeah. logo um and i want to give a shout out to image by design and, and side mckean for developing this but uh we looked at all kind of images and uh, pictures, old photographs of yeah. the mills. And, um, but we ended up with this uh, design that shows one uh, water tower as sort of as symbolic of, of all of the mills rather than just focusing on one mm -hmm. mill. And we, of course, we have the date of the race up in the, in the center of the, of the water tower. Mm -hmm. And then you see the little swish of water at the bottom that is shows movement and, mm -hmm. and captures the essence of the water and, and um, this circle image. We're very pleased with the logo. Uh, and I'll just say uh, each runner will receive a nice T-shirt mm -hmm. uh, that uh, we've selected. It'll be, uh, we decided, I think, on the dark gray. And it's long sleeve oh, uh, nice. uh, shirt. And, and also a finishing medal. Uh, let me uh, sure. quickly add uh, Carolee Luther and the Columbus Roadrunners. They've been really doing the heavy lifting on logistics, planning the course, uh, uh, like getting all the permitting, uh, getting security, uh, uh, arranging for water stations, uh, arranging for the medals and the shirts. So we realized at the YMCA when when. When Lloyd really approached me, we're both on the board at the YMCA. He said, "Let's let's plan a, a long distance race for the YMCA." And and uh, having worked with Carolee Luther on other races, I said, "Lloyd, that's a great idea. Let's see if we can't partner with the Columbus Roadrunners and and lean on them and and help get them to help us." Carolee, being the wonderful person she is, quickly embraced it. Um, so, you know, she brought her team in, Carolee and the Columbus Roadrunners, do multiple races. They have series. This will be part of their long-distance series. So their mm -hmm. runners that are running other races will graduate into this longer 10-mile gotcha. distance, yeah. which will feed into her, I think, a half-marathon race that they're doing. Anyway, that uh, uh, that's a shout-out to Columbus Roadrunners. And registration is at Run Sign Up for anyone interested. Mm -hmm. Uh, you can go to Run Sign Up and just type in the name Old Mill Run, and it'll take you to this this site. And uh, there's uh, the registration fees and the different uh, races. Also, the poster that we're putting in, this is new, and Joanne, you probably know about this. This has got this uh, fancy QR code. This QR yeah. code here. You notice that. And yeah, so we're going to put this out. So you can just... Put your cell phone right up to that, and it takes you right to yeah, registration. You do it right through our WRBL.com. We'll put this. In fact, um, Lewis, who is our director here, will go ahead and we'll put that on there, too, on the connector. So you can just scan that when you go at the bottom of wherever you get your podcast. I like WRBL.com because it's video playing right now. But Lloyd, L Lloyd, I, and I, I just want to say this real quick, guys. People listening and other, let's say other wise or other nonprofits out there are finding ways to raise money for all the wonderful programs that they do and that benefits the community, especially kids. It's all about diversity and equality right now. You could get uh, at, at the, this place at the Y and you, you know that it takes a lot to put a race on. You mentioned that you got to get permits, you got logistics, you got to get people who've done this before. You know, I, I speak to all three of you, especially, you know, uh, between the years that you brought Soldier Marathon here, Joanne, you know, you do um, your triathlons. 
I got to just ask you guys, how do you make money? Because there, you don't just, I want people to know, you just can't put a race on and make money today. It doesn't work that way. Well, actually, that leads into what I was how wanted, about, I wanted, read your mind, Lloyd. wanted to say. <laughs> I can C- read your mind. Cecil had mentioned yeah. about the T-shirts and the, uh, uh, the medals and such. But from the YMCA standpoint, also, uh, the winners of each division, male, female, five, 5K and uh, 10 miles, are each going to get a year's membership to the Y. Oh, come on. That's a great deal. And, That's a great deal. And also a number of the other age group winners will get uh, free passes uh, to the Y. So it, just to give some incentive for people to come out and also, of course, right. to promote the Y. And it, the Y doesn't make money by doing this, but number, there are two, way, two things that, that uh, might bring it in. One, if people have the passes, they're likely to come at least a few times. And, you know, you, you, you can't sell shoes unless they come into the shoe store That's to, right. to look. And so it gets them in there. And we feel that the YMCA is not just downtown, but the other ones are such great facilities that, of course, we're a bit prejudiced, but we figure whoever's going to come in there is naturally going to want to join. Uh, but even if only... 10% of the people who come to the race join. It's going to not only promote the Y, but it, it will eventually help make money for the Y as well. Uh, Makes sense. So in the long run, not only does it make the profile higher, which would see, see and incidentally, uh, he didn't mention it, but he's the president of the board uh, and is doing a wonderful job, yes, incidentally. And I'm a board I'll, member member too, just let anyone yes, so yeah, know. So I'm just that right now. <laughs> I happen to be on the board too. So he, I just, yeah. folks know I'm I'm not being gratuitous. He's, I'm just I'm nodding because no, I'm there. But yeah. he's Bob's so shy you never know he's there. <laughs> but anyway, uh <laughs> Touche. <laughs> <laughs> but the uh because all of us <laughs> very, very much believe in the mission yeah. of the why yeah. and we feel that that this is a very good way. To uh, in a positive way to uh, have the profile higher. Raymond, say something about this. I'm watching you. It's fun to see Raymond here today. Cecil brought him in here. There's a somewhat of a connection. Joanne's sitting there. I mean, Joanne's looking to recruit Poor you. Raymond. So if you don't go to the Y, she's no, going to take it across. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So really what's going on for me is I'm in a learning experience right now with uh, my father-in-law, and he's allowing me to spend some time with, you know, some great people like yes. his uncle Cecil. Um I'm not a runner right now, but maybe soon in the future I will be. Bob is going to heavily recruit you. You know I'm in recruiting mode, guys. You're just talking about getting people to come through a free pass, and maybe they'll become a member. Uh, Raymond, look at I'm Kevin. working on you. Look at Kevin Robel. Uh, yeah. Kevin Robel. Kevin Robel. Kevin Robel. That's right. He comes. He was Bob's Bob. first victim. first <laughs> victim. I'm spending some time with Raymond uh, now, yeah. and, and uh, yesterday I had a good meeting with him, and, uh, and I emphasized the need for uh, activity. Sure. And Raymond's a young man. And so uh, he told me this morning that he uh, went out yesterday afternoon and bought bikes. Oh. For he Raymond, if I see Raymond you at the Callaway Spring Triathlon next year, I am going to get an email from Cecil that yeah, says, that's, Hey, remember Raymond? He would like to race the Callaway Sprint Triathlon next year. See how right. Joanne's in recruiting mode, too. See? Yeah. We're all in recruiting mode. That's what athletes, that's what we do. We do. That's why, that's why Cecil, you know that's why you're here today. But, but just... Wanted to remind Raymond and others that 
Buying a bike doesn't burn up many calories. Ah, see, Lloyd, Buzz, kill Lloyd. It, 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 it actually has to be used. <laughs> <laughs> Lloyd, Lloyd, he's very soft spoken, but boy, when he has something to say, he's gonna, he's, it's gonna be pointed, and germane. That's <laughs> great. Well, just, uh, just to cap it off, uh, or, or to remind people, this race is Saturday, October the twenty second, and we're gonna start and finish at eight o'clock in the morning. Okay. At the uh, downtown YMCA, uh, walkers are invited. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, so come one, come all. Uh, good fellowship, and we'll have uh, some food afterwards as well, and some fellowship. So it's, uh, uh, I think it'll be a, a good event, a fun event, and certainly for a good cause. Um, lots of fellowship, and you know, just looking around this room here with Bob and Joanne and and Lloyd, uh, we've all. Uh, run a lot of miles together mm-hmm. and been together, and and our our fellowship is deepened as a yes. result of it. I think that one one thing that people do not understand or maybe underappreciate is is the degree of friendship and fellowship that is developed from working out together, from spending time together out outside, uh, whether it's walking or running or biking or whatever. Uh, I know in my case. Uh, uh, the friendships that I have developed, uh, the d- some of the deepest I have are because we uh, we sweat together. <laughs> we, no, it's we, profound, we, but it's true. We, it's so uh, true. you know, we lace up the shoes together, mm-hmm. which incidentally may be, may be the most difficult thing to do, mm-hmm. and that's actually lace the shoes up. If you can get there. Yeah. So you, they don't come undone and you, messes you up your can run. Then, uh, but really, <laughs> yeah, uh, I know what you're saying. Yeah, uh, if you'll get yeah. the shoes out of the closet and lace it's them all up, takes. then that's a huge mental battle, and you've won. You've won half the battle, right? Take there. that to the bank. There you go. Yep. But once you get there, it's early in the morning, and let me tell you, the the days are beautiful, particularly right now, this time of year, outside, breathe that that fresh air and see that sunshine and and uh, hear the buzz and the yes. fellowship. We may even play the song Lazy River. There we go like, again. Uh, Lazy uh, River. <laughs> am I yeah, singing well, this right? Sing it for well, me. No, How does it, not right. Okay, not right. Could you sing it for me? Or I'm thinking. Yeah. Up the lazy river by the old mill run, the lazy, lazy it's river the pipes for in the noonday sun. That's those it's, are the first few words. You weren't even close, it. Bob. It wasn't even close. <laughs> not even remotely. Not even. Close. Not even. Just infinitesimally close. It was just, just so not measurably it, close, but it was for those so two, good. two or three people listening that may <laughs> actually be interested. It was a song written in 1940 by Hoagie oh, okay. Carmichael. And, wow. Okay, that's who it was. Uh, okay, he's the same one who wrote Stardust for those other two people who oh. might know about it. I was thinking he was he was a very famous composer and there have been many, many renditions of it. The first one was by Hoagie himself. But uh, if anyone goes to any of the music things, goes to YouTube, whatever, they're gonna find up a lazy river. Yeah, you're gonna be yeah, exactly. It and was a very, very well known song at the time. Just lacing up and you'll you can <laughs> you will never be lazy yeah. again. Lace, it, here, Lloyd, how old, do you mind me asking, how old are you now? I'm 79. Yeah, oh, God, you look great. See, this is why working out, getting out in the sun makes everything. I mean, it does. He's always pedaling like crazy, like mad every day at the Y. Uh, lacing up is uh, something we do, the camaraderie. I remember one time Cecil and I ran a 5K. I, I, you know, I don't know when it was. It, it was like during a weeknight. 
and it was at night. And I think we used to do like a five, it might've been the October. It was like this time of year. It might've been like a 5k howl or something, maybe a big dog howl howl or something. It might've been that. Cause when they first did those, we did them. I think we did them like in a Friday night. I can't remember. Maybe it was another one, but I remember you ran by me or maybe it was during the daylight. I said, I can't keep track of this. It must be. Joanne, wh- when was I born? <laughs> Far before me. Okay, exactly. <laughs> See how you can get away with that. So you were telling me about my hips and stride. It's, I remember you saying that. You said, Bob, you were noticing the way I was running, and I felt tight in it. You go, Bob, you got to open up. And I think it sits in my head today. It, it still does. When I start getting that cramping, that tightness in the hips, I open it up a little bit, and it, it makes a difference. Get that blood circulating. This is different techniques into what works for each individual. But it is true that it does bring everyone together. There's a sense of us all, all is one. And it doesn't matter. Like, that goes back to the way we kicked this off, how the why now is inclusive. It's it just, it's anyone could go to the why. And one time, once upon a time, it wasn't that way. And when we run together, and when you have those events at Joanne's triathlons or whether it's at, you know, at, at the Old Mill Run, you're going to notice people of all backgrounds, different races, religions, ages. I mean, literally, you, you're going to have, Kids down there from five years old, and you're gonna have people in their eighties there. That's true, and uh, it, it's such a welcoming feel, and that's what Columbus is all about. And the generosity of uh, people with their times, like you two guys too. I mean, to do this, I mean, you could be a retired doctor and say, "Yeah, you know, I just sit on a beach and not worry about anything." And you know, Cecil still work; he's got his law firm and doing great things. And Joanne, you know, but it, it takes that giving heart and everybody has that. So we hope you could be part of this, guys. It's it's coming up on 22 of October, 2022. And hopefully a city near you could do the same thing. What a great idea. Great concept. But remember how you're doing it, the methodology. You're not in it to get rich, but you've got to put the effort in to, to get the attention drawn to that, that nonprofit. And that's what you guys are doing. Did I just sum it up like you that? Got it. <laughs> I wow, I can hear, I can hear a, a pencil drop. Yeah. <laughs> but if you had so, go ahead, Lloyd. You want to say? I'll just, let you close out, Lloyd. That's go ahead. right. I just wanted to add one thing because we're talking about lacing up the shoes. Uh, Ponce de Leon looked for the Fountain of Youth. He went all the way through Florida, didn't find it. If he had just bothered to look straight down at his Adidas, he would have ah. found. It. He would have found it. <laughs> Amen, brother. That's it. That is it. Spot on. Spot on. Good. We'll see you next week at the <laughs> Bob Jeswold Show and Joanne Kogel. Got to go run. We got to go run now. After that, and uh, I'm taking Raymond with me. Raymond Blair's going to go ahead and do a little. He's good. You can walk. We can walk to Fourth run. Fourth mission, Raymond. Yes, it is. Every Wednesday at 7, the streams. You can see it on Eastern Standard Time. After that, wherever you get your podcast, places like Spotify, Apple, iHeart, WRBL.com for video will be coming soon to another video location that Lewis Myers is working on. Social media. You'll capture some of these wonderful, fun highlights with Lloyd Sampson, Cecil Cheese, Joanne Kogel, myself, Raymond Blair, right here on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We'll see you next week.